Okay, now I'm joined now with the two sports editors, uh, Joe as well as Jackson. Thank you guys for joining on to the podcast. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks for having us. And, uh, you know, guys, we're very busy on coverage, you know, from the Gators football season as well, of course, now basketball going around. But what specifically was probably the story that stood out for you guys? I don't know. For me personally, uh, it probably has to be the Utah game, mm. uh, even though it was at the very start of the season. Uh, it was honestly might have been the Gators peak in terms of football and also that specific game I was uh, tasked with writing the follow, so I wasn't caught up with writing a gamer or being super in-depth with my live tweets during the actual game. So I was really able to take in the actual experience of covering my first Gators football game. And in a sold-out crowd like that against a top 10 opponent, you know, it was just, it was a really great experience. It was a really great environment. And the way the game went, like, it was definitely an exciting game to cover. So I think that's uh, a memory I'll cherish for a really long time. What about you, Joe? Because I know you had, you know, a couple of years here, but now as a sports editor, I mean, what about you? I mean, yeah, I mean, um, this is the end of my fifth semester. So a lot of different coverage and a lot of different stories I've um, had the privilege to write during my time here. Um, in terms of events, this year, um, this semester specifically, um, like Jackson said, the Utah game, um, really hard to beat that from the stuff that I got to go to. I mean, a couple basketball games, I mean, if I look at some of the trips I was able to take, I mean, the game itself wasn't super great. The Florida versus Vanderbilt game, <laughs> I mean, an upset for, I mean, good for Vanderbilt, I guess. But the trip, um, Michael Hull, who was an enterprise reporter for us this semester, um, the two of us, we've been friends for a couple of years now, and we got to kind of road trip up there and getting to go cover the game, kind of just visiting Nashville was really cool. And then, I mean, one of the things I want to highlight and one of the things I'm most proud of this semester was um, – the work that, that our desk did on the rivalry issue. Um, just a cool opportunity to do a series of like five stories kind of highlighting the Florida-Georgia rivalry um, mm-hmm. that we do like the week before um, the football game. And getting to work with um, the writers on the desk and just kind of generate ideas of stuff that makes sense to cover for the connection between the two schools was really interesting. And then I mean, personally, a story I got to work on was something that I had thought about for the rivalry issue kind of a couple weeks before it came around. And I was going to do it one way at the beginning where I was going to do a lot of aggregate reporting. I was going to look back at how journalists in 1995 covered the game where Florida and Georgia played in Athens. It's the one time that's ever happened. And Florida famously scored 50 points um, 52 points between the hedges. It's the most points ever scored in Athens yep. to this day. And I mean, one thing led to another. One of my professors this semester is um, James Bates, who was a linebacker on that team in 1995. And I was able to speak to him and then he connected me to Eric Kresser and Chris Doring, who were two really prominent players in that game specifically. And it became a lot more of an in-depth, like actually like fully fledged out reported story. And I mean, Getting to talk to and have Chris Doring's phone number just in my contacts now was kind of <laughs> surreal growing up a Gators fan. And it was a really sweet um, story to just report and write and one that I'm really proud of. And in the semester where I get to do a little bit of coverage here and there, but most of my time is kind of behind the scenes in an editing role. Um, getting to do reporting and get a story like that and featured in the rivalry issue, something that just as a whole I'm really proud of. 
um, all the writers and the graphic designers that were involved in that project. Um, yeah, I really, I really cherish that. And also because again, I mean, I'm also, you know, one of the uh, reporters for sports myself. Yeah. So the see, you know, the rivalry week and plus you being on the Paul Fibon show, that was pretty special in Jacksonville. Yeah, that was cool. Um, that came together in like two days. I mean, you were one of the people that mm-hmm. kind of helped make that connection and everything. And <laughs> I mean, I was lucky enough to where that was the weekend of Florida, Georgia was also my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. And I don't have class on Thursday and Friday. So all the circumstances kind of worked out to where I was in Jacksonville um, a couple days before Saturday, before the game itself, um, where I was obviously just there doing normal coverage and getting an opportunity to just spend 15 minutes on sec network like that's the type of stuff that like you just don't pass up and it's crazy that it happened and yeah i mean we've had a couple alligator people in the past go on tv but it's been like through like a zoom call or something like that but being on being on the actual set and getting like shake paul's hand and talk to him for a little bit i mean it was really sick yeah i wasn't even there i was really really excited obviously i was I'm watching on TV and I was like, I know that guy. Like, that's my boss. I know him. Uh, it was just, I remember that whole week though. Like, it was such a crazy set of circumstances. I remember you texting me, Brandon, and you were like, hey, like, I know a friend who, like, is a producer at the SEC network. They want to talk to somebody who's, like, covering the game. Like, would you tell her Joe be interested? And I was like, um, Joe's in Jacksonville, like, now. Like, yeah. I'm going to text him right like, now. Like, I, so, like, I, like, I found about out about this on like Thursday morning. Mm. I ended up going on the show f- that Friday evening. The night before, I was in Orlando at a concert for my birthday. Mm. So I didn't get back to Jacksonville until really, really late, like Thursday morning at that point. So I slept in. So like y'all had texted me at like <laughs> nine in the morning, like normal people time. I woke up yeah. at noon and I've got like all these text messages just like, you want to be on SEC Network? And I'm just like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> and then got in touch with the producer and mm-hmm. had it set up within like 10 minutes and i'm just like i like text my dad and i'm just like this is happening yeah and he's like <laughs> oh cool but i mean like you were saying we're like you were watching on tv and stuff like that i mean one of maybe more so than anything else this semester in terms of people like responding to like our coverage and stuff i mean how my family and friends and the people that I really care about, like reacted to me having that opportunity. Um, it really meant a lot and showed how much people care about me and what my like future career might be. And it was really cool. No, I mean, it was obviously, I mean, for me personally, it was incredible just to see that, that representation. Yeah. And uh, because you also talk about the people, you know, around you, including of course, the uh, reporters that we have here for the sports desk, uh, a lot of them creative in their own way. I know we were talking about earlier about, uh, <laughs> Jack and Rhea, as well as Kyle. Um, now, they <laughs> go out of their way to also do not only athletes at UF, but also those who are outside in the professional leagues of the NBA, NFL, and specifically a wide receiver, I believe, that's in Baltimore. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about that story? And also, I mean, wasn't he on a podcast, too, for Sports Alligator? That's a hell of a transition there, Brandon. I'll give it to you. That was great. <laughs> yeah, so Kyle Bumpers and Jackson Reyes are definitely two of the more eccentric writers I i'll love, say I on our desk them. i love them to death they're amazing they're great reporters too which is what makes them so fun is because they mm-hmm. do good work and they have crazy ideas but yeah every once in a while they do get 
hyper fixated <laughs> on a certain player and can't really let things go. And one of those players for a big chunk of the semester was Demarcus Robinson, hmm. former Florida Gator, current Baltimore Raven. Um, yeah, I think they made TikTok content about him. They definitely tweeted things and <laughs> tagged the Alligator Sports official account. And I don't know if they ever did the whole podcast, but we did find a way to get him in the paper. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean... It was kind of inspired by their, like, obsession, I guess is the right <laughs> word to go with, with how they, like, felt about Demarcus Robinson after the quote-unquote route in the preseason. Oh, I forget that's what It's so it. funny. It's he like, scored one touchdown. A single touchdown and had, like, one nice, like, double-move route. And everybody, and they were just like, Demarcus Robinson's the best receiver <laughs> in the entire league. And then I briefly brought up michael earlier who is our enterprise reporter this semester he has um a lot of really cool connections he um did a brief internship with pro football focus and then over this past summer did an internship in the communications department department of new orleans saints so he has a couple nfl connections and um through that was able to do um he has sent out a lot of like feelers and stuff like that to see like former florida players in the nfl now um to see who we can talk to for q a's and stuff like that he had two of them pan out. Um, one of them was with Kyle Trask, who's the backup, um, not backup. He's like third string for the Bucks, But um, obviously he was a Heisman finalist here in the last like two years ago. So a really prominent name in Florida football that a lot of people know just because of recency. And then he landed a 10 minute Q&A sit down little phone call with Demarcus Robinson <laughs> and he like went through the whole thing just kind of normal, asking about what it's like to be in Baltimore, asking about what it's like being playing with like Lamar Jackson at quarterback. What right. was it like at Florida and everything? And then at the end, asks about the one touchdown and refers to it as the route. <laughs> and that was pure, like that was purely for Jackson, Reyes, and Kyle. <laughs> that was. I don't even know if that made the cut for the paper. Like, I don't think it made. I think for the paper, we had to trim it a little yeah, bit because it was a for, long for space because it was a it was a pretty long q a like it was like their full like full transcription of their like 15 minute conversation mm. but the little chunk about the route is online wow. check it out alligator.org slash section <laughs> slash sports <laughs> and, uh, i think that's probably one of the even in like in a sense where it is sort of like a joke that it was cool to have like actual nfl players giving quotes for our section this semester like i don't know sports and just covering sports in general like i feel like always the most rewarding parts of it are, is like where you almost feel like a kid again where you're like yeah. i can't believe i'm near this guy right now right. like i can't even believe i'm standing within five feet of this like it's what i was just saying earlier where i was like i didn't I obviously was born in 2000. I was not around following the 1995 Florida football team and then right. in 96 when they won a title. Mm -hmm. But my dad and my grandpa were alive. I know about that team. I knew who James Bates was before I took his class. I didn't, in all fairness, I didn't know about Eric, who Eric Kresser was. He was the backup of Seasburger. <laughs> or not Seasburger, Danny Warfel. Yep. In all fairness, I didn't know who he was. I knew who Chris Doring was. Talking to him was crazy because I originally had like an interview set up with him at like six in the afternoon, you know, like normal person time. Mm. And I like call him and he sounds like super, super flustered. And he's like, I'm going to be late for a flight, man. And I was like, when can you talk? And he was like, how about 1030 tonight? 
So I canceled my plans and did an interview for a story with Chris Doring at like <laughs> 11 o'clock on like a Thursday night. Right. And I was like, this is journalism, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, this is what we, I was like, I need this interview. Like this story's due this weekend. I'm, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, from what you guys done so far, it sounds like a lot. And trust me, a lot of people love the coverage from sports from what we've heard. And as always, we always do thank everyone here at the Alligator for the reporting. But thank you, Joe, as well as Jackson, for this fall semester. And thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Brandon.